Blog Talk Radio. Chamber from last night, and also a New Japan Pro Wrestling show that they had in San Jose, California. Late show. Um, I was working, so it didn't really matter what time the show ended. But I think it was around two o'clock in the morning. It was like holy crap. But uh, um, for when I watched, I, I kind of enjoyed the uh, New Japan show. It was kind of cool. Nice small arena too. I liked it. You know, it was a full crowd too. So pretty good show to check out. Uh, if anybody wants to call in, feel free to call in. The number is 515-602-9707. If you want to talk about the Elimination Chamber or the New Japan Pro Wrestling uh, show. But um, before I get to the Chamber, big news last night on the New Japan show besides uh, – uh, oh, and bring in Chris first. Hold on. What's up, man? Yo, I haven't used uh, Blog Talk in a while. <laughs> it feels nice to be back on. I know, I know. No, I mean, I, I went back because I did a show like last year. And I had like fourteen hundred down downloads. I'm like, holy crap! Maybe I should, maybe I should start doing shows again. And then like, I'm looking at like my audience. Like ninety percent of it's from Cambodia. What the hell? We got like a military <laughs> camp out there. Like what the fuck? Cambodia. Cambodia. Yeah, well, we got some POWs out there. <laughs> Jesus. I'm, like, laughing my ass off. It's only, like, 3% from the United States. There's, like, one point something from Canada. But, yeah, majority of my audience is from Cambodia. Oh, well, whatever. Maybe we send them all the losing teams T-shirts out there, too, or something. So they'll be getting yeah, their Eagles up, T-shirts probably next week. So. Yeah, I just looked up the uh, Cambodia time. Right now it's 5.03 a.m. over there. So they're, like, 12 hours ahead of us. <laughs> Great. Yeah. Holy shit, they're waking up. Hey, they're like, hey, 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 he's got a show, he's got a show, we got to call in. There we go. <laughs> but, yeah, I'm, like, looking it up, and I'm like, what the hell? It's like Cambodia. I don't know. Is there something on your, is there something on your, like, hashtags or something, or? No. No. All right. I don't even know. Right. The weirdest thing I ever did, I typed in my show one time, and it was in a, it was on a search engine or some, some website, and it was in German. It was like a German website or some shit. And I was like, oh, crap. So I clicked on it. I wanted to play it because I was wondering if they, like, changed the language. Like, maybe my show was going to be in German or something. I would have laughed my ass off. 
But no, it was regular English. But I was like, what the hell? But yeah, it's just it's just crazy. I don't know. It's, it's like the majority of my crowd from uh, Cambodia. But anyways, so talking about the Uko, I'm just gonna really quick go over the New Japan thing. The interesting thing was uh, CM Punk being there last night. I guess Dave Meltzer was there too. I saw him in a crowd of picture. Yeah, okay, that was so. interesting. Couldn't see. <laughs> yeah. I still think they should have had CM Punk and Okada go face-to-face or something, just to get the fans to talk or something. That would have been kind of cool at the end of the show, you know. But anyways, but we'll start with the WWE uh, Elimination Chamber. Um, basically, the first match basically was the women's chambers match. It was pretty predictable. You figured Oscar was going to win. Um, Liv Morgan looked pretty decent in the in the showing, too. Um, any thoughts on the women's Elimination Chamber from last night? Yeah, it was all right. I mean, you know, they didn't have any other options, so Oscar was the only way they could have. She was the only person that could have won. Yeah. So, yeah, I thought the match was okay. Yeah, yeah. I mean, pretty predictable booking the whole show. That's the one thing I hate about WWE. It's like, yeah, they can put great matches. They can put a great show. Because I thought the pay-per-view was pretty decent, but it was so predictable. Um, what was the next match? Was it was it the Lesnar one or no? Lesnar and Lashley? Yeah, it was the Lesnar uh, Lashley, yeah. Yeah, and then the DQ basically had him in the, the full Nelson lock, whatever, the hurt lock, whatever the hell it's called, and low blow by uh, Lesnar. Um, yeah, there we go. So we get the bullshit finish and then basically sent him for another match. I was surprised that like didn't have an attack with Bray and Uncle Howdy because I figured, you know, make it a tag match or some shit at Mania, get something for Bray to do, but it didn't go that way. So uh, any thoughts on the match? I mean, I thought it was okay for what it was. Yeah, it's unfortunate. Uh, it's just it's just very apparent that you know their matches are just going to be what they are. Uh, they they yeah. work the exact same style match that Brock works the same style against him that he worked against Goldberg. You know, and it's like yeah, Lashley can do a lot more than Goldberg can do. So um, yeah, yeah, it just it is what it is. Uh, I I guess that Mania they'll they'll face again with Bray or. Like you said, maybe they'll do a tag match with uh, Brock and Lashley against Bray and Uncle Saudi. I I don't care. I don't care about yeah. anything involving yeah. them. It's so stupid, but whatever. But I wouldn't mind seeing them as a team because, like I was saying on um, Friday's show, you put Lashley, Lesnar, and Shelton Benjamin. They had a trios title. Holy shit, man. That's like a wrestling clinic, those three guys together. My God. But uh, but anyways, um, what was the next match? Was it a tag match with Beth Phoenix and Edge? Yeah, I didn't see that match. What happened? I I know it was pretty good. It was it was it was a good match. Um, Edge and Beth Phoenix didn't win in the match. I figured they were gonna win because we knew Sami Zayn wasn't gonna win the title. So you need those Canadian fans being happy. So I mean, yeah. I can't I can't vaguely remember like how the finish went, but I know Edge and Phoenix uh, ended up winning the match. So. Not a shock, but it was, it was a good it was a good match. Uh, uh, Dominic tried to interfere during the match; he got chased away and stuff like that. But uh, it, it was it wasn't a bad it wasn't a bad match. We figured that you know Edge and um, his wife would win uh, Beth Phoenix because uh, you got to make the Canadian fans a little bit happy because you know Sammy was going to get screwed or something at the end of the uh, at the end of the night. So that was basically it for that. And um, what the fuck was next? Jesus, what was the next match we had? Um, that was the uh, men, the men's chamber. Oh, the men's chamber. That's right. Yeah, the men's chamber and the world title. Yeah, there wasn't too many matches on this card. So the men's chamber, I missed some of it because my freaking Wi-Fi was going down and work, so I kept clicking back and forth. But with Austin Theory, I ended up retaining 
that match. From what I watched, and for the most part, I thought it was a pretty enjoyable uh, show. Rollins, basically, you figured Rollins would come down to the end. And then I, I, I did say it on Friday. I had a feeling like Logan Paul was going to probably play some kind of role in the finish or something, and he did. He showed up, did a slingshot lariat to Rollins, and then uh, Theria doing the stomp, and then getting the win. But I thought it was a good match. You know, I didn't want Theria to drop the belt right away, but uh, we'll see where they go with Theory in the future. Uh, any thoughts on the match, uh, and where do you think they go with Theory for an opponent for uh, Mania? I thought it was a good match. Um, they took care of um, of Bronson. You know, they, they made him look really strong. Yeah. Just like four guys yeah, to take him out. Good. Yeah, his yeah. spots look good. Um, uh, I was kind of worried about Theory there for a second. I thought his knee was going to buckle when he picked up Bronson. I probably wouldn't be doing oh my a spot God. like that. Yeah, like a, yeah holy so close shit, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah Gargano was good. Uh, uh, Seth was good. The only person who was just kind of there is Priest. He's got to find something, which is interesting because I remember when he was on NXT, I was like, oh, yeah, this guy's got potential. You know, he reminded me a lot of Scotty. Now he's just kind of there. I don't really feel anything for him anymore. But, yeah, match is good. Everyone yeah. looked good. Montez looked good. Everyone looked good. Um, yeah, you know, so I guess we're getting Rollins and uh, Logan Paul at Mania, I suppose. Yeah. So we'll see where we go with that. And then we get to the world title match. It was kind of cool to see Sami Zayn's wife in the crowd cheering him, cheering him on and stuff like that. Um, I thought it was a good match. I thought it was decent. And then um, having uh, Roman retain was probably the right move. Though, you know, I was wondering about the crowd because I, th- I saw those crowds and signs that if, if, if Roman wins, we riot. I'm like, these fucking Canadians are fucking crazy. They might riot. <laughs> so basically <laughs> the finish, with Roman winning and then, you know, Owens coming out and shit like that. There we go. That's how you send the fans home. You know, they get their ass kicked and shit like that. So I think if they didn't do that, it's like if Owens wasn't there or something or they didn't do that spot, I think the fans would have legitimately would have fucking rioted in Canada because of Sammy <laughs> not winning the title. Cause they're fucking nuts. They're fucking nuts in Canada, but whatever. Anyways, uh, any thoughts on the match? And uh, I-, I was surprised Cody didn't show up. I was thinking he might have making an appearance, but he didn't. So that's the only thing I didn't. I was wondering about. That he didn't show up. Yeah, I, uh, I, I thought said. the match was. I thought the match was basically Punk and um. It was it was Money in the Bank Punk. Punk yeah. loses. That's that's kind of what it was. Um, yeah. The, yeah. The match was the match was uh, was was really good. Uh, we'll see what happens. There's uh there's two things that they did. I won't necessarily say we're a bad thing. It may fuck them. We'll have to see. The first thing was is that I thought Roman should have beat him definitively. He did not. And so because, you know, Sammy got the visual pin on him, yeah. Um, yeah. I would not have done that. And the second thing I thought they needed to do was I I thought that Jay should have, you know, cost Sammy the match, and, and they didn't do that either. So, yeah. yeah. I still I still think they're going to do Roman and uh, Cody. I, I still think that's the plan, but uh, mm-hmm. I, I just think that the fact that he did not get a definitive victory over Sammy like he's gotten over everybody else, uh, that could perhaps be the fuel to, to change this main event if the fans push for it hard enough. But um, we'll have to see what happens. I guess basically what I'm trying to say is the match was good. 
I just felt like all the loose ends needed to be tied. I thought that Sammy should have lost definitively, and I thought Jay should have cost him the match. That's what they should have did, and they did neither. I'm assuming they yeah. didn't do that because they want to they want to continue doing stuff on TV for ratings, which is smart. But um, yeah. we'll have to see, I guess. But yeah, the match the match itself was you know it was good. I liked it. Yeah. So I mean, basically, you know, we got Cody and Roman set up, and then we got most likely the Usos taking on uh, Owens and Sammy. So there we go. Um, yeah, some lady that's on my Facebook. She does. She's a radio. She's on the radio. She didn't like the finish to the match. And I said, well, yeah, you didn't expect them to win. You know? And then, like, they had the finish with Owens coming out, so to send the fans home happy. And then the one guy, uh, guys on my face, he does a he does a show on Facebook. He's an Eagles fan, too. He's like, oh, you Canadian fans are stupid. You actually saw, you know, Sammy was going to win. I'm like, yeah, just like the Eagles play fans thought they were going to win the Super Bowl. So there you go. <laughs> the timing. <laughs> he was like, oh, okay, bye. Yeah, the timing just uh, doesn't work out. Um, I mean, yeah. Unless I can think about something like, like typically speaking, like like traditionally in WWE, WrestleMania season, the champion doesn't lose until Mania. Like I'm 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 going through the years in my head, and I think the only time a champion lost in February was when Brock lost to Eddie, and that's because Vince knew Brock was leaving, so he just said, "Okay, fuck it, we'll put the belt on Eddie now." You know, yeah. maybe in hindsight he should have waited until Mania, but I think Brock losing in February was like the only time a, a world champion has lost. Like, I, don't quote me on that. The only other time I could think no, of was no. the time when uh, Punk lost to Rock at Rumble, and I remember that pissed people off. That was 10 years yeah. ago, 2013. Yeah, but outside of that, like, typically speaking, uh, title defenses in January and February for world titles are they're filler. They're just there to kill time until the actual big match at Mania. So the, the timing for Sammy, it just it didn't work out. If, if this match had happened any other time, like SummerSlam or post-Mania, like, you know, June or something, or if this happened, like, in November or something, then, like, yeah, it would have been a possibility. But, like, February... It just didn't add up, unfortunately. The timing just wasn't there. Yeah. I was trying to think back in, what, 97 when uh, Sid was the champion? When did he win that? He won that. Yeah. I don't know. Um, Sid, Sid they, they did a lot of uh, hot potato. Sid lost, Sid lost to Michaels at Rumble. And then Michaels yeah, I remember that. Lost, his, he lost his smile. They did that in your house, Final Four. Yeah, that's what it was. Bray, yeah, yeah, Brett won, and then Brett yep. dropped it to Sid the next night on Raw, and then Sid yeah. dropped it to Taker at Mania. That's what happened. Mania. So it was a lot of hot, potato, yeah. hot potatoes and shit. That's the only thing I remember, like a title being lost before Mania was a, a 97 shit. But yeah. Right. yeah, yeah, yeah. You, yeah, you, you can count on like one money. hand. <laughs> yeah. Right, you can, you can legit count on one hand how many times it's happened. It's very rare, so... Yeah. Sean, you didn't lose your smile. You just didn't want to do the job, okay? Come on. You're not fooling anybody. You know, I don't want to do the job. But still, that, <laughs> oh, that's still I, my I final, yeah, <laughs> final build-up, like last build-up for a mania. That, that was so awesome, that Raw, the ending. Yeah, the yeah, everybody minutes. was pissed off. <laughs> yeah, I'm just like, yeah. I, I just remember when you were talking. <laughs> I also remember another one as you were talking. That one chamber... I don't know what year it was. I think it was 2009, that one chamber when Cena got jumped. That was one. 
Uh, oh yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. The, the Raheem guy mentioned that the other day. It was he, he took like a, it was like a code breaker, a six one nine, like a spear. Like he got eliminated like like five minutes into the match or some shit like that. I forgot exactly who else was in the yeah. match, but yeah, yeah, right, yeah. Mr. Raheem, Mr. Oh, I got a clone or yeah. Well, okay, whatever, whatever you say, Mr. <laughs> Snickers. <laughs> I go back and I've been watching that clip over and over again because I'm just laughing my ass off like the aftermath. Damn <laughs> man, you done, you done. <laughs> oh my god, jeez. Holy shit. Oh my god. But anyways, let's get to the New Japan show. Um, I, I basically started watching right after the thing, uh, uh, Elimination Chamber finished. So I don't know if I missed a few matches in the beginning. You got the card on you. Go over the card. Yeah, I got the, yeah, I got the name okay. matches. Yeah, start from the top yeah, to the bottom. Yeah. yeah. I'll let yeah. you pretty much take this over, and I'll, I'll give them my thoughts. Yeah, uh, Kenta beat uh, Fred Rosser. I thought it was interesting that uh, Kenta was in the same building as CM Punk. I was like, oh, man, I hope Punk doesn't get whacked. Oh, that was <laughs> the first thing. match? Oh, so I didn't really miss much. Okay. Oh, cool. I didn't really miss much. I watched the whole show pretty much. Okay, cool. Yeah, I didn't know what the fuck was up with Kenta. He looked like a fucking guy. Went to a grunge concert, strung on on heroin or something, but he looked, he looked weird. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, great, great seeing Fred again. He's in great shape, so you know, big ups to him yeah. for uh, getting himself in in shape and stuff like that. Uh, there's a few, uh, you know, just uh, just uh, lower card matches. I'm gonna skip those. I'm gonna get through some of the more important Kenta, ones Kenta here. should have called out Punk. He said, "Hey, Kenta, hey Punk, get your punk ass to the ring." He should have called him <laughs> out. That would have been awesome. Right. Fucking go to sleep. Right. Go to sleep. All right. So uh, Eddie Kingston beat Jay White. This is probably like the second most buzzworthy match. You know, stipulation being if uh, Jay lost, he was you know because he's already he already lost a match in Japan where he can't go to to um, Japan anymore. But so this was if he loses, then you know he he loses New Japan in general, and so he lost. So this is pretty interesting because he's the leader of the Bullet Club. Uh, he was gonna cut a promo. David Finley, the son of Fitz Finley, attacked him, cut a heel yeah. promo, just came out of nowhere. Now, he didn't say he was joining the Bullet Club, but typically speaking, like, how it normally goes to those uh, to the uninitiated, the way it's always been, the Bullet Club, whenever a leader is about to leave and go somewhere else, they get whacked. Uh, yeah, when Finn exactly. Balor, yeah. when he left, he got super kicked by the Bucks. When AJ left, uh, he got one-winged angel by Omega, and the whole Bullet Club beat him up. Now, Omega, he was never really whacked, per se, but what happened with them was, uh, I think it was one of the New Japan America shows where, I think it was uh, it was Omega and Cody in a ladder match, and then, like, uh, the Gorillas came out with uh, Haku, and they just beat the shit out of him. It was like an NWO-style like NWO beatdown where they just beat him up for, like, five minutes, and from that point on, it was just like, okay, we're the elite now, and, and they just weren't in the Bullet Club anymore. So, typically speaking, there's there's usually a beatdown. I remember, like, when Adam Cole left, it was like a, one of those Ring of Honor shows, and the lights went out, the lights came back on, and, like, Marty uh, hit him with his umbrella. So, that's usually how it goes. Yeah. And usually, whoever whacks them, they're the ones to get the push. That's usually how it goes. So, the fact that Fit Finley hit Jay with the shillelagh, that just kind of gives me the impression, like, really? Finley? Like, don't get me wrong, like, he's a good wrestler, but, like, like, no, man. <laughs> like, no. So, we'll see what happens there. Uh, how it affects Bullet Club, I don't know. 
Uh, I I just think that it's I think it's done. Yeah. I think it's a good run. I think it's gone as far as it can go. I think Ghetto just needs to fucking call it. Uh, but yeah, Eddie won. As far as what happens to Jay, you know, there's going to be all kinds of rumors and stories about him. I think that Jay's going to play the field. I think he's just going to go to Impact. He's going to go to AEW. He'll go to a bunch of other indies probably for a good portion of the year. You know, basically play every side for money, and then whoever offers him the most zeros, he'll go there. That's that's where I think yeah. it's going to happen. I, I think Jay's smart. I think he's going to be like Bronson Reed. He's going to be like Gargano. He's not going to be one of those guys that's just going to, like, make a move immediately. He's going to take his time, play every angle, play every side. He's very young. You know, he's, he's in his youth still. He does live in Florida. You know, Florida is the base of operations for AEW and WWE. So, but I don't expect to see him because some people are being unrealistic. Some folks are like, oh, we're going to see Jay on the on the post-Mania Raw. Like, of course, there's always a chance, but I, I highly doubt that. I, I doubt that. Don't forget as well that AEW is going to do Forbidden Door 2. Uh, so that's also a big payday as well, which I don't see Jay turning down. So, But I, I personally think he's just going to play both sides for a good portion of the year and will probably make a decision at some point before the year is over. I'm, I'm thinking maybe – Probably by the end of summer, going to fall, probably somewhere around there. Because if he yeah. goes to WWE right now, like honestly, both like WWE and AEW right now, I don't think there's any room for him in either company right now. Because he's a heel. If he goes yeah. to WWE like right now at this moment, like what's he gonna do? He can't be top heel. Roman's top heel, and he's not a face. You know, they're no. pushing Walter. Walter's a monster heel on SmackDown. They already got the Judgment Day on Raw. They got Bronson Reed on Raw. Like, he's not really needed right now, and he's too big for NXT. Yeah. He shouldn't be going play. to NXT. But then at the same the time, like, yeah, right, right, field. right. Yeah. But, he's not, he, but if, he went to, if he went to AEW, I think he would get lost, too, because, like, MJF is the heel. You know, he's the big heel. You know, you got the Jericho Appreciation Society. They're a group of heels and stuff. You know, like, both, both companies right now, both WWE and AEW, like, uh, they're very fresh on heels. You know, there's a lot of there's a lot of heels now in the business. So, I just think if he went to either one right now, he would kind of go get lost and drown. So, he should just kind of chill. If I was him, yeah, that's what I would do. Do impact and stuff like that. You know. Right. So, what about Ring of yeah, Honor? You think? What do you think of him going yeah. to Ring of Honor? Yeah, that's definitely that a possibility too. Yeah, that's that's they a possibility too. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They will need some start. I, I know they want to do like the regular tapings and like Universal Studios and stuff, but the pay per views will be like in you know like your five thousand seaters, and you're going to need some star power to fill out those seats. So that's a possibility as well. I, I forgot to mention Ring of Honor, but you yeah. can do that too. Just have them sit in the crowd at an Impact taping, and then the next week is at Ring of Honor, and the next week is at AEW. You know, that'd be kind of cool too. And he'll wrestle a match here and there until he decides. You know. Um, Right. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. T- Tom Lawler, uh, he beat Homicide uh, via submission. Oh, and God. Zach he beat Jack on the way. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Zack Sabre Jr. beat uh, Clark Connors for submission for the TV title. That was, uh, the, oh, the, my God. That that ending, oh, my God. I felt bad for his arm, man. Ow, that was painful. Yeah. I was like, ouch, that hurt? I'm like, ouch. I thought he was going to go to time limit. I figured, I figured make them both look strong, you know. Basically, the guy goes 15 minutes. That's what I figured. Right, yeah. But, uh, WWE yeah, did a lot. Yeah, I was like, what the fuck, you know? Mm. So. Right, so for the then, uh, women's match, uh, we had a Mercedes against Kari. Well, it was a good match. Went about 26 minutes. Uh, you know, yeah. Kari got her shit in. Mercedes got her shit in. 
Um, crowd was into everything. You know, to me, it was pretty obvious Mercedes was, was winning. Like, you know, they weren't bringing her in. Yeah. It, was, it was pretty the obvious. The only fuck-up was that double stop in the corner. Uh, Kari doing that jump. He missed her, like, totally on this stop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But other yeah, than that, so, it was yeah. a good match. Yeah, so Mercedes is IWGP Women's Champion. It was a good match, and uh, let's see here. So, like, she'll be – this is uh, – so I'm still learning myself. So it's a New Japan title, but the people in charge of booking it are the folks over at Shimmer. So her obligations are for Shimmer. She'll be making appearances okay. for Shimmer um, for mm-hmm. a good portion of the spring, but it's a very brief deal. So um, I do think, though, that um, she'll uh, – I think if there is any way for her to go to AEW, it's most likely going to be Forbidden Door 2 for a one-off because yeah. they're definitely going to want to have some women's matches there um, now that Shimmer has a, a close relationship. I could see a champion versus champion thing, or I could see like a tag match or whatever, like Mercedes and whoever the AEW women's champion is. Let's assume there's still Jamie Hayter. I could see Mercedes and Jamie teaming up against like, you know, like a Joshi from Shimmer and, like, you know, somebody else from AEW or something like that. But um, I, I think, yeah, but anyway, the main point I'm trying to make is that she has obligations for uh, other companies. So I don't imagine seeing her appear in AEW anytime soon, but if she does make an appearance, it's definitely going to be that Forbidden Door 2 show. That's where I see it happening. Well, if, but she I, if she does come in, you know Britt Baker wants a fucking piece of her. So I'm thinking she's going to be involved with a Britt Baker match. Yeah, yeah, I could definitely. See I don't that. know. Yeah, I mean, I want to. Oh, mind that. What about what about this? Would be fucking awesome. Red Baker and Adam Cole teaming up against Okada and Monet or Mercedes. Yeah, that could be yeah. an attraction That'd match. That'd be fucking nice awesome. Mixed tag. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, he hinted it yesterday. Be... Yeah, hinted it yesterday after Okada's yeah. match. That'd I was cool. I was saying I I always said this like I, I always said if, if Punk ever went back to WWE. I think, and I mean, it would never happen because, as far as I know, his wife can't wrestle anymore. But in a perfect world, I think Punk and AJ Lee versus Seth and Becky would be a nice attraction oh, for like wow. a SummerSlam yeah. or WrestleMania or something like that. But I don't think she can wrestle anymore, and who knows what's going yeah. on with Punk. But, but yeah, I definitely think an Okada Mercedes mixed tag could definitely work. Yeah, I could see that happen, especially that it hinted it yesterday. So, but anyways, um, so the uh. The the Rainmaker was in the main event, Okada, against Tanahashi. So, uh, mm-hmm. I thought it was, okay, I thought it was Okada okay, wins. <laughs> yeah, Okada <Yeah>. wins. <laughs> Good night. <laughs> Go to bed early. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah no, yeah, no angle or anything. So, <laughs> no angle. Or yeah, anything no like angle. That. It was just a- yeah, just Okada ones, and that was pretty much it. So, yeah, it was a good match. What's the future for Okada for for the title? Who's like the number one guy going to be chasing for the title for him? Uh, they're going to be uh, doing the New Japan Cup soon, which is okay. basically their version of the King of the Ring. So it's a one-off mm-hmm. tournament, and whoever wins can challenge for any belt they want. And of course, nine times out of ten, they almost always challenge for the top title because why not? Right? Yeah. Makes sense. Why not? Right? So yeah. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's what happens there most of the time. I, I, I love it when, like, Jim Ross used to always say, well, you know, he wants to be the top guy. He wants to be the world champion, you know, the top money and top dollar and this, all this, this and that. Dude, we get we get signed contracts. We get the same amount of money for champion or not. It doesn't matter. We don't get no bonuses. Maybe just merchandise, you know. But uh, anyway, I love that little thing. Oh, my God, that the, um, the homicide match when he pulled out that door. That fucking thing was so chimsy, fucking cheap ass door. You couldn't fucking hurt anybody with that door. 
fucking like balsa wood or something. Fucking garbage. But uh, anyway, <laughs> no, I enjoyed the show. It was pretty good. I don't know how big the what, what was it, what were the attendance for that for that show? I forgot when the I'm not sure. I'm sold. I'm not sure, but they sold out. I know that much. So I think it, it was like seven thousand or something like that. I think it was like seven thousand or something. Because I know they sold yeah. like most of the tickets on the first day. When the the announced Mercedes was gonna be, yeah, I think it was wrong. That, that was what, yeah, that was what basically happened. Like we still don't know the full story of like what exactly happened. Everybody has their own you know version or whatever. We still don't know what happened with the elite and New Japan. I know bits and pieces of it, but I don't know the full story. Basically, yeah. when they were there, they started doing New Japan shows in America, and when they were there. They were doing respectable numbers, you know, like they were doing like 3,000 seat venues, 2,500 uh, venues, stuff like that, yeah. and 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 they were well received. So, and I'm this very, I have to be careful with how I word this. So, Japanese folks, they're not like Americans in terms of business practices. That they're, they're very conservative. They don't take chances. Like some, I'm sure you've heard this phrase before. Sometimes you got to run before you walk. Like New Japan yeah. is not like that. They're 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 more of a of a like uh, we're gonna plant a seed and let it grow like over a period of time. So as I understand that, what happened was some of the members of the elite, and I don't know who. And remember, this is when Cody was with them as well. Some of the members of the elite were frustrated because they felt like New Japan could be doing more U.S. shows, and they felt like that they could be doing bigger buildings. They felt like basically that New Japan was was too conservative. Basically, like why are we only doing like two shows a year? Like I remember there was this one time, I forgot what year it was, when they were doing the G1. Uh, they mm-hmm. did like the opening day of G1 in like Texas, but it was just like that one day, and the rest of the G1 was like in Japan. Like that was it. And I remember mm-hmm. like Cody was frustrated at that. So it was just like they, yeah. so it's like the elite just wanted to do more, and New Japan they just weren't willing to do it. So that's kind of what led into the uh, to the uh, the all out or all in all in you know because because basically all in was like fuck it we'll do it you see what I'm saying so it was yeah. like if they won't do it yeah, like yeah. we'll do it yeah yeah and so and you Tony Khan woke him up like a new, new Japan executive like oh shit maybe there is a market you know you figured that yeah, would have yeah. woke him up you know? Yeah, so the old the old president he had heat with the elite because they didn't like him and and um and he he didn't like the elite, and so once the the all in thing happened, you know Chris Jericho showed up and Chris Jericho he had broke his promise because when he left WWE you know he asked for Vince's blessing to do the Japan match with uh, Kenny at Wrestle Kingdom, and at the time yep. you know Jericho was always saying that he would never work for another promoter in America. But since Japan was not in America, people were like, okay, well, that's not in America or whatever. But then Jericho made yeah. that cameo where he dressed up as Pentagon at All In. So when Jericho showed up at All In, even though it was just a one-off, the fact that Jericho was even there showed that even Jericho was kind of opening up a little bit, was expanding his horizons. And so then Tony Khan was there. You know, he was the billionaire. He knew some people. It was just the yeah. perfect storm, right people, right yeah. place, right time. And then before you knew perfect. it, Storm. Right before you knew it, it was like you know AEW became a thing, and then New Japan folks they they pretty much figured like everybody from the elite was uh, you know leaving, yeah. and so that was when they booked everybody from the elite to lose at whichever Wrestle yeah. Kingdom that was, and then AEW got announced, and so but sometime yeah, exactly. after that that was when uh, New Japan announced the uh, the strong brand. So that's what we watched yesterday. 
uh, New Japan Strong. Yeah. And so New Japan Strong is basically like, you know how WWE has Raw and SmackDown, two different brands. So New Japan Strong is the U.S. brand of New Japan. But it's ironic because when they first made it, the whole point was it was supposed to be for the elite, but by the time they did it, the elite were gone. They waited too long, yeah. basically. They waited too long. So, yeah, well, I'm yeah. just gonna say, I'm just gonna say it right here. Tony Coke boy, he stole my fucking idea. He listened to this show because I said there's gonna be some fucking guy that was gonna come out a billionaire that was gonna start a wrestling company to compete with Vince. And yeah, AEW just finally <laughs> just happened. Yeah, okay. Yeah, you guys stole my idea. I want my money. <laughs> I want my ten percent. Anyways, but uh, no, it's all good. Um, did you check out the XFL? I watched a couple of clips and stuff. It looks like um. Not too bad. It looks pretty cool. Good thing to see the rock there. His uh, ex-wife's involved. So I think it's, I think that actually the XFL might do better this time because has it's it, actually a feeder system for the NFL. So Has it, has it started yet? Yeah, it just started the game. They had two games Saturday. They got two games today. And then so oh, on and so forth. Yeah, they had, they had four games. Well, yeah, well, I think they had one game right now. I think one game's playing right now. But it looks pretty cool. I mean – it's good, and like I said, it's a it's a feeder system for the NFL. So I think it'll do better under Rock and his wife, and so on and so forth. So the crowd uh, are okay. This, yeah, so. I'll say this much: this is um, at least you know Rock actually cares about football and has the passion there. Vince didn't. So yeah, they got that going for him. Yeah, yeah, and his ex-wife's a good business person, so I th- I think it'll do good. So good, 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 good thing for the the Rock and XFL. So. All right, that's basically up. Any uh, news or topics you wanted to talk about? AEW, something, anything? TNA? Yeah, we pretty much TNA. covered everything. Yeah, really nothing much. But, uh, oh, yeah, the fans are really getting on uh, talking about um, AEW's ratings. But once again, it dropped in this and that and stuff like that. I'm not, I'm not really fucking concerned about AEW's ratings. When they start not getting the buy rates and when ticket sales are not doing, that's when you got to be in the panic mode. For AEW. What, what, got me, what, what got me is uh, is like AEW had like fucking two months of like pay-per-view quality shows. And then they have like one so-so show or one blast show and everyone just loses their minds like it's the end of the world. Like yeah. You, you know what I mean? Like, every company is going to have a few stinkers or just a few whatever shows. Like, literally all of January and, like, most of February were, like, hot shows. There was a period where it was, like, they they were going, like, a four- or five-week period where, like, those shows were, like, pay-per-view level quality, like, really good. So, yeah. you know, every 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 company is going to have, like, a stinker or just a whatever bled week, you know? Not to mention it's yeah. WrestleMania season anyway, and in WrestleMania season, the focus is always going to be on WWE. Just like during the summer, yeah. the focus is going to be more on AEW because they're building up to, you know, All In or whatever, or Forbidden I, Door or whatever, I mean, so. Yeah. But if you look at, like, the pay-per-view, like, remember last, uh, uh, Full Gear, the build-up, there was, like, really no build-up for Full Gear, and I'm like, don't worry, they're going to put a great show on. They haven't put a stinker pay-per-view. Boom, Full Gear was great. Now you got Revolution coming up. Oh, there's no really no build for Revolution, this and that. Don't worry, they're gonna put a great show. They haven't put one stinker pay per view yet. You know, it's been quality. Yeah, you're right. You know, yeah, and, you're, and you're they, not, they make it worth wrong. the fifty dollars that you pay. You know, I haven't seen yeah, one complaint about like, the pay per views. Man, yeah, so, you're you're not wrong there. You know, that just shows to show yeah. you that just it's, it just it just shows you just how quickly the narrative changes sometimes. You know, the only there's definitely some really things. 
Yeah, the only complaints I've seen from AEW pay-per-views was, you know, Christian being shown. Okay, that that one, and then the Kenny and Omega time bomb debacle. Other than that, they haven't been thinking right. shows. You know. Mm-hmm. So the only the only criticism that uh, that I'll that I need that I'll give the the current product is, I think that there needs to be like just a little bit more consistency with some of the folks like Keith Lee showed up on Rampage. Uh, to, you know, continue his feud with Swerve, and, you know, they'll have a match at the pay-per-view, and, like, that's fine. But, like, Keith had been gone for a couple of weeks. You kind of, you know, don't care after a while. Um, or the stuff of Hobbs, like, what was up with the Book of Hobbs stuff? Like, he was doing the segments, mm-hmm. and then he just disappears for a bit and stuff like that. Um, personally, I think that MJF is better as a tweener. You know, when he first came back, where he yeah. was like, he was kind of doing the willy or won't he, like, will I go face, will I not go face? I thought that was way more interesting than just heal MJF, but, you know, they made their choice. So, you know, but yeah, what you said you is right. They him. haven't had a bad, they, they haven't like, had a bad pay per view, not once. They need to book him like Bret Hart 97 heel, where he gets booed everywhere else, but when he goes to New York, he gets cheered. That's how they have the book MJF. Right. They have to do like, do some more New York shows. Mix in a few more New York shows where they cheer him, you know? Make him, like, fucking Brett in 97. Because that shit was great. Brett, Brett Hill, you know. You know, in Canada, we care about our people here. Unlike America. Oh, God, Brett. Anyways. All right, man, thanks for calling in. Um, I'll probably see, join you guys on Tuesday. I don't know what we're talking about for uh, Tuesday's topic, but... Hopefully we don't get no naked dude on cam again. <laughs> right. All right, man. Take care. Take care. All right, ladies. All right. I want to thank Chris for calling in. Yeah, everyone out there, take care. Have a nice week. Um, yeah, we'll see how many more. Uh, the last two shows that I've done, um, a little over 100 views or downloads or listens, whatever, for this show. So I'm going to keep doing the show once in a while, maybe once a month. You know, once a week, maybe, you know, twice, twice a month. I don't know, three times a month. We'll see. All right, here I'll have to take care. It's the Nate for Inside Wrestling. So long and break. Goodbye.